Welcome to season two, episode 12 of the Seller Community Podcast from Liz Perfectly. I am Liz. I am Doug. What is up, Liz? Right now, the sky, the snow-filled sky here in Colorado. What's up with you, Doug? Uh, it's been chilly here for California. Gets down good- to 40s and then bizarrely up into the 70s in the afternoon. Hoodie in the morning, lighter hoodie in the afternoon, I suppose you would say. You would laugh at that, but... Uh, yes. I'm like, our high might be 40 today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get the our dog- rain as snow. Yes, yes. The dog's mad at me. I won't take her while it's... <laughs> actively snowing out but you know she'll get over it but that's that's it for today it's been a busy week since we brought the news this is true always stuff going on um first thing let's perfectly hit a thousand followers on tiktok please everybody i know it's a big (laughs) thank you come on please we're talking about tiktok ladies gentlemen so that's cool we're excited about that that is awesome. Um, and TikTok, the List Perfectly TikTok account really is fairly new when you look at social media for List Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, we're at that milestone. So I think we'll be doing some live stuff, doing some different stuff. Liz, you're doing some stuff over on YouTube too with the podcast apps. You put some up. What's going on with that? Yeah. So um, as part of the podcast, uh, if I know our listeners probably think that we have equal parts in this podcast, but that is not true. (laughs) Liz shows up and talks. Liz talks to the guests and Doug does everything else that goes behind podcasting. So my little part is I want to bring our podcast to YouTube. So I'm now picking and selecting uh, interviews to put on the Liz Perfectly YouTube channel to help promote the podcast so that we can be heard on more than just podcasters favorite streaming stations we will now show up in youtube so it's just a little way to grow the podcast and share onto the youtube community and that's at youtube.com slash list perfectly yt no that's great sort of like our greatest hits liz you're putting out a greatest hits of the seller community podcast yes and it's been fun and then again as you know you know go to the seller community podcast.com for all of your other seller community podcast needs the transcripts show notes links all that stuff you're welcome vicky <laughs> our diligent reader yes i do have an announcement Please. i don't want to shock you liz i don't want to surprise some- you liz wait i don't want to make something- you uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> is this wait i'm not good with surprises so do you well, think that this is something that i might know about or no well you know about it Okay. But you're very good at taming my need to reveal everything. So you've been good in helping me with that. Yes, but. uh, List Perfectly is very close, ladies and gentlemen, to launching the Seller Community Blog. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. So the List Perfectly Seller Community Blog is going to be your resource for selling stories It's not just going to be all about list perfectly. It's going to be similar kind of to the podcast, selling stories, seller stories, selling tips, e-commerce tips. There'll be some list perfectly sprinkle it in there, but it's going to be a lot of seller stories. A lot of sellers will be involved. We're talking to some guest bloggers. I think Liz may have some stuff on there. We'll give her a Liz rants column, but it's going to be launching very, very soon. So another amazing resource for you from List Perfectly, 
and obviously the goal is always to be the best. So it's going to be the greatest e-commerce blog out there. The greatest of all time, Liz. What do you think? I have no doubt that it Thank will you. be. Oh, Liz, wait, ladies and gentlemen, please. Liz is speaking. The crowd agrees with you, Liz. The seller crowd is very excited. I'm excited for this. It's just yet another way that Liz perfectly is helping the community, the seller community blog. And I'm excited for that. Liz perfectly is popping up everywhere. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, and it's just content everywhere to where it's kind of like cross posting, right? Like we cross post to all these different platforms. Yeah. Because there's an audience for each platform. And I kind of feel like Liz perfectly starting to cross post content across all of these social media platforms because not everybody's on Facebook. Not everybody listens to a podcast. Not everybody's on TikTok. Some people like to read. You know, what's interesting too, Liz, is, you know, this conversation goes on out there about, you know, Liz perfectly cross-posting e-commerce solutions. We see a ton of testimonials about why sellers love Liz perfectly, why it's, how it's changed their business, how it's changed their lives. And we don't pay for these testimonials. Like a lot of right. these sellers are just doing them on their own and it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I love seeing that. Every time I turn around, it's this is what Liz Perfectly did for me. And it's just genuine sellers. I, I remember when I started using Liz Perfectly, every time something new and cool would come out that helped my business, I couldn't help but to go, yeah. oh my gosh, look at what's going on. Look at what you could be saving time doing too. And uh, I don't know if any of our listeners noticed last week, Clara and I were live and we were talking about making a duplicate listing with List Perfectly. Yeah. And they made a change with removing item numbers and platforms when you do a duplicate listing. And I was using it this weekend because I got a lot of things that I had sold out in the past yeah. that I can now relist. And so all I do is I make a duplicate listing and it was so nice to skip that step to where now I just want to take a post and be like, oh my gosh, do you see this? Do you see how much time we're saving now? I feel like doing a testimonial about my weekend listing because of <laughs> there that. You go. Yeah. And the lives over on YouTube too have been great. And you're going to see more of those every week. And it's just, you know, talking about, I guess, what would be a hot topic. Speaking of that, Liz. Yes. Tonight. You know, we try, I, we, we always say this, we try not to date the episode because we want it to, whenever you listen for it to be relative, but every once in a while, timeliness does come up. Mm-hmm. So tonight is our uh, live cast over on YouTube, actually. Yes, it is. Your favorite time of the month, the Seller Community Podcast live cast. It truly oh, is. Sorry, geez, Liz, the crowd today. I know, I know. I can't, please. Thank you. It's nice to see everybody as excited as I am. Yes. And they, you know, they grow every month. We've got our usual suspects that come in and listen in. Yeah. We're always excited about that recap or recent stuff, but the last couple of times we've just, you know, gone live and taken a lot of questions, talked about a lot of stuff. So that always is fun. Well, look, I'm already looking forward to the next live cast because during our next live cast, we'll also be able to include this episode, which yeah. I'm super excited about. That is true. This week's episode, Liz, tell us about it. So this week we welcome a seller that I started following on Instagram 
a long time. Well, I feel like it's a long time ago. It's probably like a year ago because that's, let's be honest, that's about how long I've been active on Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she just really caught my attention as she did yours, as she did a lot of sellers. So Katie Flynn is the hippie edit on Instagram, on all of her channels. She just really has a way in social media to connect with other sellers. It's H-I-P-P-Y, the hippie edit. And I think she's just positive. She's, you know, got a great message. She knows what she's talking about, puts out fun, useful content. And it was just, you know, super cool to finally talk to her. And she was excited to meet us, which was nice too. She told us that she discovered List Perfectly via the podcast that she used to listen to when she was delivering stuff for Grubhub or delivering stuff for DoorDash. Okay, Doug, I'm going to have to cut you off. Oh. You're spilling all the information again. See? I know you just get so excited. I do too. Wait, I, I didn't tell anybody about the blog, right? Oh, Doug. Did I mention that? <laughs> you you may have, but do we want to mention it again? The seller community <laughs> blog from List Perfectly coming very soon. Speaking of blog, yes. Katie, so the hippie edit on her site also has a fantastic blog. Yeah. We talked to Katie about that in our interview which we are excited to bring to you. And she's at thehippieedit.com. Anyway, so let's drop into our great chat with uh, Katie, the Hippie Edit. We've already talked about having her come back on to go deeper into some of the stuff she talks about. So listen in. This week, we welcome Katie, the Hippie Edit, to the Seller Community Podcast. Katie, in your bio, it says, I started in this business with a few pieces from my own closet. And we have grown to the thrifted fashion company you see today. We are here to provide you with a positive shopping experience through excellent customer service and eco-friendly practices. So Katie, this is kind of like a mission statement. So what is your mission? My mission is to promote sustainability in all aspects of life, not just, you know, in terms of protecting the environment, but also in terms of your mental health, you know, not experiencing burnout all of that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I use my reselling business as the vehicle to do that. I love that so much. And I want to say that that really stands out in Thank everything you. that you post, that you say, that you do. I recognize that immediately from you. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's working. <laughs> yes. And so Katie, I was telling Liz earlier that, um, you know, I spent some time on your blog yesterday and we put some questions together as kind of a guide, you know, to help us go through the interview. And then after I sent the questions, I saw 14 interesting things about the hippie edit after I'd sent the questions. So, <laughs> you know, there could have been more, but I'm going to stop the show, Liz. Because yes. Katie and I found out something interesting that we have in common yesterday is we both have our degrees in political science. Yes. Nice. And so, so Katie is a political scientist and she sells online. I'm a political scientist and I do, uh, you know, online content. So, And you speak about selling online. There we go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I feel like I'm in the presence of greatness, degree or no degree. But I love so that you two have that in common. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Marxist dialecticism and all that. <laughs> I'm going to go get some water really quick. That's right. <laughs> But to, to bring it back around. So Katie, how were you introduced to online selling? What made you say that you're going to do that? 
So I was living with a bunch of my sorority sisters my junior year, and I shared a room with one of my very best friends. And one day she was just putting her clothes in boxes and attaching shipping labels. And I looked at her and I said, why are you doing that? What is going on? <laughs> Where are you sending this stuff? And she said, oh, I sell my clothes on Poshmark so that I can make money to feed my continuing shopping addiction. And I was like, ding, 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 light bulb. Hello. I'm a broke college student. I have tons of extra clothes lying around. Why don't I do this too? Um, and as for the moment that made me say, this is it, this is what I'm doing. Uh, you can thank COVID for that one. <laughs> so that happened during COVID. Yeah. Um, so I was running my reselling business for about a year, kind of casually on the side. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And unfortunately, I lost my job in the nonprofit sector. And luckily, I'd been doing the reselling. So I already kind of had the, the business established. Mm -hmm. um, but I decided, you know, now's the time I'm going to dive in head first. I mean, it's it's been an adventure. I really like it. Um, but it was definitely not a planned excursion. <laughs> I think a lot of sellers kind of felt that yeah. and kind of ran with it. They found e-commerce and then they're just running with it. Absolutely. And, you know, the pandemic was a really big shift in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of ways, how we work, what we do, and then people believing their jobs to do other things. And yeah. we know tons of sellers that the last couple of years, they made the shift to full time. Yep. And especially college grads, especially, you know, my son graduated high school during the pandemic. You graduated mm. college during the pandemic. And so life shifted, life changed fast. And you were able to pivot and make that change. Yeah, it was it was definitely not a pivot I was expecting. You know, I had always wanted to kind of go full time with my reselling. That was always something that I was like, oh, that would be kind of cool. That'd be a fun time. Right. But then I thought it would take five to 10 years to build up my business to actually get to that point. And then, yeah, the pandemic hit and all of a sudden it's all I had. And so I was like, all right, it's grind time, time to go. And that's that's what I found this perfectly, too. And so that's when my business really took off. My son's in high school. And it's interesting because for younger kids, it's the other way around. He's got mm -hmm. some friends that sell online and I've talked to them about it. Are you interested in making this a career? Probably not. So it's like, you know, you could. You could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the accidental entrepreneurs that we are, right? Yep. I had always kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur, um, you know, starting in high school. It was something that I always wanted to do, but more with the cosmetology route. Like I wanted to be a makeup artist, hairstylist, all that fun stuff. But college seemed like the safer route, you know, like college, getting a degree, getting a secure job and doing all mm -hmm. that stuff is, is the way to go, right? Like that's how I'm going to be successful. And then, yeah, I mean, this pandemic in 2020 threw us all for a loop and really just changed the way that we all operate and the way that we all do things. So it's yeah. been an adventure, but it's been so much fun. Yeah. But you did get the political science degree. So there yes, you go. I, I have that. <laughs> you can use your degree as a backup to reselling. If, exactly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Is e-commerce your full-time job or are you working other jobs or do you have other gigs? So I do have other gigs that I do on the side just for, for fun and to get out of the house. Um, I'm a nanny, which is so much fun. I absolutely love the girls that I, I nanny for. Um, they're one and three, so great wow. ages. They're so much fun. It's just it's a nice, you know, break from being in my apartment all day. So it's, it's just great. I do that a couple days a week. And then I also run a digital marketing agency with my partner. Um, wow. And we have a lot of clients that we do social media management and content creation for. So, so nice. Busy. I, yes. Very busy. <laughs> 
So I remember you talking in one of your Instagram lives once. Did you drive for Uber at one point too? I did. I was a DoorDash, Uber, and Grubhub driver. I was driving for all three of them at one point. Um, and that was to, again, supplement the reselling just to you know help make ends meet, doing whatever I could. Um, and it's really kind of funny. you know. I was doing that about a year ago and listening to this podcast is what got me through those long hours in the car. So it's, it's very surreal to, to be here and, and doing this now. <laughs> well, that's amazing to hear because I remember listening to your Instagram live and I tuned in and I shared it because you gave such great insight on Mercari Local mm -hmm. and being a driver and kind of that you had both aspects of it. So yeah. I knew you did that. So I did want to ask about that. That was amazing. And that's, I'm like, wow, she's doing all this stuff and educating us on both ends of the spectrum. I love that. It's an adventure. I keep busy um, and I don't DoorDash anymore, but it was, it was honestly a really fun side gig um, when I did do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I highly recommend it if there's any resellers out there that are trying to make that push to full time, but still need something extra on the side to, to supplement. Go for DoorDash. You set your own hours. It's great. I loved it. <laughs> I, and again, it's that entrepreneurial spirit. You know, yeah. you get to do you drive when you want to kind of like reselling. Exactly. Isn't it tempting to like try a fry? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> luckily for, for COVID purposes, all the bags that I delivered were sealed um, for safety. But no, it was tempting. The smell is coming out of some yeah. of that food. Oh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> yes. I love your name, The Hippie Edit. How did you come up with that name and how is it relevant to you, Katie? So it honestly, if I'm being totally honest, it kind of just popped out of my head and onto the apps and there it was and it kind of became a, a thing. But if I really sit down and think about my thought process behind it, I wanted something that represented sustainability, eco-friendly. And so that's where the hippie part comes from, you know flower power, you know, helping the environment, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And I consider myself a hippie. So I identify as one. I decided to use it. And then I needed something that tied it still into fashion. Um, so I went with edit because, you know, you see that in editorials and all that sort of stuff. So that's where the hippie edit was born. <laughs> I love it. And in my thought process, I follow you and I got the hippie part and the edit part. I strongly related to your blog. Mm-hmm because you do blog also. And so I was I like, do. oh my gosh, this is genius. <laughs> this is like, when I think Katie, I think the hippie edit and I think awesome. of your blog and I think of your sustainability. Well, that makes me happy to hear. I'm very, very glad that I, uh, I go alongside my business. <laughs> yeah. We talked about your website and your blog, your social media content is always fun and educational and ties everything together. So tell us about how and when you got into sustainability. So I've been on my sustainability journey for over 10 years. Um, it started when I read a magazine as a kid um, that had an article all about 30 ways that you could be more sustainable. Okay. Um, and in that article, one of the ideas was that you could plant a tree in your backyard. And so that year for my birthday, I asked for a tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I got one. <laughs> so hands down, my favorite birthday present that I've ever gotten. Um, I love that tree. Fortunately, my parents have moved, so I think it's time to ask for another one. Um, <laughs> so I, that's, that's where I got started. Um, and honestly, I've just been on a journey to make an impact wherever I can in terms of sustainability. Um, it starts small, and I've grown it to the business that you see today. That's awesome. And Liz and Katie, the gift of a tree is the gift that gives for hundreds of years, yes. if not yes. thousands. 
Absolutely. It's the gift that keeps giving. I wasn't raised with that. I didn't read that article on sustainability. Um, I, I just kind of learned as I got older that, hey, we should probably be doing better. Yeah. We need to be better people. And sometimes, you know, we just get set in our ways that maybe aren't so sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so I love learning from our community and there, you know, sellers like you that do share information about sustainability and really for us that, especially that do sell secondhand or upcycled or thrifted. Um, we are doing it without even realizing it. And you educate through your platforms also. What would you want sellers and buyers to know about sustainability? That it's really easy to do. It sounds complicated because sustainability is this big, long, fancy word, mm-hmm. but it is honestly so simple to just take some really easy steps um, to run your business more sustainably. I mean, for sellers, personally, I focus on packaging. Um, mm-hmm. The packaging supplies that I use are 100% eco-friendly and recyclable. Um, everything can be broken down. Some of it is compostable as well. So I love you know, utilizing that aspect of the business. And then the other thing is how you source really matters too. Because like you said, Liz, a lot of us source secondhand, but there's also a big portion of the community that, you know, sources retail arbitrage. And that contributes to overconsumption in fast fashion, unfortunately. So that's why I stick with sourcing secondhand. You know, I go to the bins, I'll go to regular thrift stores, I'll do consignment, I'll do anything that, you know, allows me to resell clothing that has already been loved by someone else. TheHippieEdit.com is your website, your hub. So tell us about that and uh, what can we find at TheHippieEdit.com? So TheHippieEdit.com is my baby. I built her myself. She is absolutely amazing. I love her. Um, She's my pride and joy. And yes, it is a she. (laughs) Uh, But I have a blog over there where I talk all about sustainability, uh, reselling, thrifting, anything under the sun, whatever I feel like talking about, I'll chat about on my blog. Um, And then I also have my shop. So you can shop uh, my thrifted clothing that I sell, as well as any of my jewelry that I make or the, you know, other little knickknacks that I create. Um, Those are all available for sale on my site as well. Um, I have some graphic designs. You can get in touch with me about, you know, creating custom content and digital marketing. It's it's a fun place. So definitely come check it out. Um, I I absolutely love it. I'm very proud of it. You should be. She is beautiful. She's beautiful. (laughs) And Doug's going to put the link in the show notes so everyone can go find it. And we're going to share that on our socials so our community can find you. Perfect. You started on Poshmark. Yes. I mean, we all have what we call a native platform and we're typically whatever native platform we have, we're like really, that's our baby platform. Yes. Like that's our favorite. And you were a speaker at PoshFest 2021 speaking on sustainable changes, huge impact panel. Yes. How did that come about? How was that for you as a seller in the community? Oh my gosh. It was probably one of the best experiences that I've had at a like community event. It was a blast. I It came about because I actually realized that they were opening up applications to be PoshFest speakers through their app. I got the little notification at the top of my newsfeed. And so I clicked on that and filled out an application, submitted it. And then a few months later, I heard back from Team Posh that they wanted me to speak. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And about my favorite topic in the world. So I was like, yeah, sign me up. Let's do it. Um, but it was so much fun. I absolutely loved it. Great experience. 
That's awesome. just, it was my first Posh Fest that I attended too. So it was great to see you and to see all the speakers speaking at Posh Fest. That was a lot of speaking of speaking to speak. <laughs> it just came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was my first Posh Fest too. So it was really fun to be able to attend and speak in the same mm -hmm. session. Um, I was bummed that it unfortunately got moved to virtual. I was planning to go down to Florida and attend in person, um, but hopefully next year. I think we'll be, I think we'll be all together next year. I hope so too. It'll be my first in person too. Yeah, we probably still need a little time. We we're hoping for this year, but maybe next year. Mm -hmm. We'll see. So obviously social media is a big part of what you do. So how do you build up your social following? Um, a lot of really hard work, consistent effort over time, and a lot of failing. Um, I learned from mistakes that I made over and over and over again. Um, it took a lot of trial and error and just just figuring it out. Um, social media is not an overnight thing. If somebody tells you that it's overnight, please send them my way because I would love to know how they hacked the system. <laughs> <laughs> Doug and I talk about this on the podcast on and off for the last year. Yeah. You know, social media, resellers and social media, know your why. It is hard. It's, it's hard really to be hard. consistent. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, and I notice that I'll like jump. And then I'm like, oh, but this one's getting ignored or this. And it is such a balance. And I am nowhere near like I'm just kind of there floating. Right. Um, <laughs> but I do notice like I notice when I go missing for a week, I know um, I it's a community. I'm a Facebook person. You know, I used Facebook for umpteen bazillion years since the Internet was invented. It feels like um, and Instagram. And TikTok are fairly new to me, yep. um, but it's been great to go out of my comfort zone and to meet sellers on those platforms. Otherwise, if I would have stayed in my zone and in my element, I wouldn't have met sellers like you. I wouldn't have opened up my eyes for that. And so when we do that, we tend to notice things around us. Yes. And I know um, like for you, you had been putting out daily content and I noticed, oh, wait, where's Katie? Where did, where'd she go? Um, tell it, you took a break, right? Yeah. So tell us what made you decide or, you know, or felt your need to go ahead and say, Hey, I think I need a break. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a subconscious decision, not really one that I was planning to make. Mm -hmm. Um, I just realized one day that I was feeling really, really burnt out. And honestly, I'd completely run out of ideas of what I wanted to post online. I had nothing left in the tank. Mm -hmm. um, so I realized that I just needed to step away, find that balance and just reconnect to my business, fall back in love with my business and with reselling because that had definitely been happening. I was falling out of love with the whole industry. I was getting really frustrated and the direction that my social media had been heading in, you know, the future that I could see for it, I didn't love it. So mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, let's take a step back for a little while. Don't know how long this is going to be, but we're going to take a step back for a little while and kind of recalibrate and come back with intention, with purpose, and with a real plan behind what I'm doing. Um, so that's what I did. I took you know a solid two months off, and it didn't take me all that long to rebuild up my engagement again when I came back. So if you need a break, this is your sign. Take a break from social media. Just give it to yourself because I promise it'll be there when you get back. Yes. Yes, and definitely. That digital detox now and again is important. Yes. But let's Absolutely. talk about, um, you know, work-life balance. So what does work-life balance mean to you? 
work-life balance is something that I'm still, you know, working on myself. Um, I would not call myself perfect at it by any means, but for me, it's just giving myself space from my work, giving myself time to decompress, step away, do some self-care, whatever that looks like for the day, whether I'm, you know, going rock climbing or I am doing a thrifting session just for me, like I'm buying for myself, whatever that looks like, I'm going to do it. Um, the other biggest thing is turn your phones off at night, please <laughs> turn social media off, turn your notifications off, whatever it takes, just disconnect, especially as sellers. We are on our phones so much between the apps and social media and everything else that we're doing. It, you need that break. You need to mm -hmm. actually physically put your phone down, put it in another room and separate yourself from it to actually get that balance of work and life. So for me, turning my phone off at the end of the night is is my biggest, biggest piece of advice and the biggest tool that I have in my toolbox. Oh, that's great advice. Yeah, it is. And sometimes I forget to do that. Too. <laughs> sometimes I still do. There are nights where I catch myself, I'm scrolling on TikTok and it's getting late and I'm like, ooh, I broke my rule. Time to yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It's, but as long as we can remind ourselves, right. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, we, we, that, that recognition. Yeah. Um, do you think that that balance is different for a reseller versus somebody that's like in a corporate or nine to five working yeah. for somebody else? Absolutely. Um, and I think a big part of that is because so many of us work from home. Um, mm -hmm. not, and you know, the world has changed over the last couple of years. A lot of people work from home now, but at the same time, a lot of other people can close their computer at the end of the day and fully disconnect from work and not have to, to worry about it. You know, they're not, you know, they don't have to respond to their boss after a certain hour. Mm -hmm. My boss is my customer. So if I get a question at 9 PM, sometimes I'm going to have to answer that question, especially if I want to make a sale. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely going to be different for resellers. And I think it's just about showing yourself love and grace and figuring it out and not putting too much pressure on yourself to get it right every single time. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have days where your balance is off and you didn't show yourself enough self-care or whatever that looks like for you. But it's about waking up the next day, forgiving yourself for that and moving on and trying again and doing it better. And I want to say that that is so important um, as a reseller too. Yeah. We get caught up. I've done it in the past and I know some sellers thrive on it. Some don't, but this is a hustle culture. Yeah. This is a true hustle culture. Like sometimes we feel we have to, have to, have to, have to be a hustler mm -hmm. in order to do this. And you know what? I go back and forth. I go back and forth. There's some days I'm like, I don't have to hustle. Yeah. I, I, I don't have to. Um, and then other days I'm like, why aren't you hustling more? Yeah, Absolutely. I definitely have those days too, where I, you know, I'm, I'm one or the other. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when you took that time off, was that just from social media and content or was it from selling as well? And then how did you handle your selling, shipping, sourcing, et cetera, during that time? So at first it was only from social media. Um, but then I realized that I wasn't giving myself the real space that I needed to fall back in love with my business. Um, so I stepped entirely away from selling for the better part of a month and a half. So I would say I didn't make any sales, if I'm being honest. So I didn't have to worry about, um, you know, shipping or any of that stuff. I didn't source at all. I quite frankly took a complete and total break because I Good. needed it. <laughs> Good for you. That is what's great about this business. Yep. About being your own boss. Yep. We can do that. Yeah. And I hope that you come back to it and that sales have been plentiful for you and that the traction is getting going again. Yes. 
yes, it does not take that long if you come back to it with a strategy and with intention behind what you're doing. It doesn't take long to get the ball rolling again. Um, I've had sales coming in. Even when Poshmark was going through that whole debacle with the yeah. search algorithm, I was still making sales over there. So it's it's possible to take a break and step away when you need to and come back. Your business will be here. Your followers will be here. Your community will be here. What advice would you give to resellers that are in your same shoes? Show yourself love and grace, you know, give yourself that space if you need it. If you're feeling like you're getting burnt out, you probably are. So you probably mm -hmm. just need to step away for a day or two, actually step away. I don't mean, you know, don't just not post. I mean, don't even open the apps. Don't even look at them. Just give yourself that break to let your mind recover. Because if your mind doesn't recover, you're not going to be able to run your business effectively. So just take the break and take the space that you need to. Thank That's you. Great. Yeah, no, that's great advice. All right, Katie, what you've said so far has been great. Do you want to have a little fun? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Katie to the lightning round. This is her point. This is the point where she can make up some points. She can recover maybe, you know, some of those points that she's lost. Double points. So basically, Katie, the idea here is quick questions, quick answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's start us out. Oh my gosh, Katie. Okay. What was the first thing you sold online? It was a pair of boots from my own closet and the sale got canceled because I took too long to ship. Oh. <laughs> but you eventually got them. <laughs> you got my womp womp button. It wasn't right. me this time. <laughs> I apologize, ladies. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right, Katie, what's your favorite item to sell? Anything vintage. What is your favorite platform to sell on? Poshmark, because it was my first and it's the one I know best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite social media platform? Ooh, probably Instagram. Ah, nice. Nice. Good answer. All right. Thank you, Katie. That was a very quick lightning round, but you did a great job. You actually have won today. 10,000 awesome. points. <laughs> Thank you for playing. The crowd was going wild. They loved it. Back to our usual show. <laughs> I have learned so much from you, and I have enjoyed this so much. We've heard where Katie, the hippie edit, has been, where she's come back to. What's next? Oh man, that's a really good question. I wish I had a you know more solid answer, but right now I am focusing on creating real structures for my business, real strategy for my business, implementing all of that, you know, making sure that I'm following through on everything that I need to. And you know, I've got lots of ideas of what I want to do in the future, whether it's reopening my consignment portion of my business or, you know, doing a course, consultations, all that fun stuff, but Right now, I'm just focusing on falling back in love with the hippie edit, falling back in love with reselling, and relearning a lot of what I learned in the beginning. So just getting back to my roots with sourcing and you know, just all that fun stuff, just relearning reselling. It's a blast. It is. So Katie, anything to add? Any final words? Anything we didn't cover? Just that you know, I think work-life balance can be this really kind of overwhelming thing to try and grasp. Um, especially when there's so many different 
TikTok challenges or trends going on and things that you could possibly do to quote unquote, get your life together and get back on track and find that balance. But it's all about what it looks like for you. And it's, it's all about what it means to you. So as long as you feel like you're, you've got a good balance for what your mind can handle, that's all that matters. That's great. Thank you. I want to have like a whole other hour talking to you because you're motivating me so much. <laughs> We're going to have to do like a hippie edit part two. I would love to yeah, have you back on and talk more about selling and sustainability. Okay. Yeah. So Doug, Katie, I think the next time you come on, we're going to have to do a sustainability episode because I have questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's a deal. Yeah, Definitely. Let's like do it. <laughs> intro. Katie, I appreciate you and your time so much. Thank you for coming on the Seller Community Podcast and sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. I had an absolute blast. And like I said, I used to listen to this when I was door dashing, just, you know, trying to figure it out. And it's so great to be here and actually be a guest on this podcast because it's, it's a great resource for sellers. I, I just think it's, it's such a amazing place for sellers to come and learn. And yeah, I love it. Thank Thank you so much. And so, Katie, thank you for joining us. And thanks for listening. That's really nice to hear. And, uh, you know, we follow your stuff, too. I always enjoy your Instagram posts and all that. And then uh, you can find Katie on all the social sites, The Hippie Edit. And then, of course, her blog at thehippieedit.com. Yep. Find me anywhere. Send me a message. I'd love to connect. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. You can find us at thesellercommunitypodcast.com, leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash sellercommunitypodcast or email us at podcast at listperfectly.com. You can also post a question in the List Perfectly Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash listperfectly. Use the hashtag sellercommunitypodcast and mention Liz or Doug. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and be sure and subscribe. Tell your friends. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Liz is at Colorado Reworn. I'm at Snoop.Dougie. And of course, follow at List Perfectly. Also, you can use our promo code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, for 30% off your first month of List Perfectly or 30% off your first month upgrading your plan. All right, Doug. I'll see you next time. Next time.